and it is the Cashing Out Podcast. I'm Scotty Vegas with Moneyline Mark and Anthony Rothman. And uh, guys, we had uh, our Cover 5 contest that we did last week where we pick five NFL games against the spread. And uh, let's face it, Mark, you killed it. You ended up with 37 and a mm. half points. I ended up with 14 and a half. And then Kirk Diggler... Anthony Rothman, a little minus two and a half. And I was doing one. so well until that damn Packer game. I thought Mark <laughs> took the Packer game too. Well, here's the deal. I mean, it's I all, did. yeah, it's all about points and how much you cover by. And mm. here was the flip between Mark and I, I had, uh, I had the Pittsburgh Steelers who got blown mm. out. Mm. So that was minus 20 points. And then, and then Mark had uh, the 49ers. So that was uh, 20 to the positive for him. So that's a flip of 40 points, which is uh, a big deal in cover five. The strategy here seems to be, and I don't know, you could, Scotty's done this longer than I have with this particular contest. Is the strategy that you're better off taking dogs? I like taking dogs. I like getting the points because the chance of getting blown out and losing a, a lot of points is lower. But yeah. then again, the Steelers, you know, it's, it's all about finding the team that blows out another team. Yeah, that's that's why Mark took advantage with the 49ers. So great call by you, Mark. We're going to do our five picks for this week. And then before we do that, though, let's get an Ohio State score from each of us and also a touchdown we were all way off last week as it ended up being a closer game than we thought 35 to 7 osu only wins by 28 does not cover the spread but all right anthony you got first call for this week western michigan what's your score and who scores the first touchdown so last week it wasn't like that horrible i think i had four did i have 49 three i didn't have ohio state cracking the 50 mark obviously they came short of that Although I didn't have YSU scoring a ton of points either. They did get the early touchdown, which was their first touchdown ever scored against Ohio State. And mark me down for a point. I did have Marvin Harrison on the first touchdown. You did. So we'll go with that. I'm going to go with, uh, usually people would be like, okay, Ohio State has to cover eventually, right? However, that thing is now ticked up to 29. And I don't love that, especially with a team that likes to throw the ball and might be able to get into double digits against Ohio State. So I'm going to play this somewhat conservative. I'm going to actually take the points. I'm going to go 42-13 Ohio State. Okay, 42-13. And, guys, I've been on the side of taking the cover in the bo- in the first two games and have been wrong, and I'm 0-2, and I, I, I kind of subscribe to that theory of, you know, you've lost two against the spread. The third one is probably going to go the other way. And so that's why I am going to take Ohio State to cover again. I am going to go with another high-scoring game. Based on this over-under, it's expected Mm -hmm. to be high-scoring. I'm actually going to go with uh, 52-17. to That's my number, Mm -hmm. 52-17. So uh, first touchdown for me, I will grab uh, Mayan. I'll I'll take Mayan, the, the goal line back. All right, Mark, your chance. What's the Buckeye score for Saturday? So I'm with you, Scotty. I think they're finally going to cover this week, and I expect a high-scoring game, 56-10 Ohio State. And for touchdown, I expect uh, Ibuka to finally break out. I mean, he played a lot better last week, but I think he really has a big game uh, this week, multiple touchdowns, including the first one. So I'll take Ibuka. 
Okay. Can I tell you guys real quickly, by the way, I had a parlay and it was a nine way parlay and everything hit except for Ohio state last week. So that was a very, very frustrating loss. I even moved the Ohio state line, which was 44 and a half. I moved it all the way down to 34 and a half thinking it all they have to do is win by five touchdowns. They couldn't do it. So it did not cash. Yeah. The only reason that I'm not with you guys and who knows, maybe by Saturday I'll get there is that I think Ohio State's going to really try to establish the run. Now, I now they could certainly break some long runs and score some easy touchdowns that way as well. But I feel like um, if they start establishing the run a little more, that maybe it'll, it won't be the absolute blowout that we're thinking it can be. Now, the counter to that argument, and I'm countering myself, I'm like playing against myself here, would be if, if WKU, all they love to do is throw the ball and they're going five wide, then this pace might actually get to where Ohio State likes it if they can get off the field. And that would be the key, and then that would allow to get to the points where you guys are talking More about. More possessions, yeah. right? And so, you know, I, I'm going to establish this now on the air, but who knows, if, if I text you guys on Saturday morning with the <laughs> with a new score, don't be surprised. Yeah, okay. Uh, but I will, if you're going to leave Marvin Harrison out there, I might as well take him. Good point by you, though, with the more possessions gives Ohio State more cracks at covering this spread. Because, again, they only had three possessions last week, and it's hard to cover a huge spread. And I'm talking in the second half. It's hard to cover a huge spread when you're only getting the ball three times in the second half. The fourth time they just had to kneel down and the game was over. All right, let's go to our cover five NFL picks. Mark, you're going to get us started with your favorite game of the week. All right, so – my favorite this week is going to be um, Atlanta versus Green Bay, and I'm taking the Falcons one and a half. Ooh. Green Bay looks so good last week. All right. Anthony, your first pick. All right. So I don't have my cover five up right now. For some reason, I'm not getting logged in here accurately. Um, it feels like the bounce back for the Bengals is coming big time here. They they got slaughtered at Cleveland. Um, they're, what are they laying here at home against Baltimore? Three and a half? Yes. All right. It is three and a half. Baltimore is beat up. I know it's a division rival game, and I don't love doing that as like the highest confident pick. And you have Lamar, certainly, but with Dobbins out now and Stanley out now on the line, um, I do like the Bengals to cover that three and a half. It's supposed to be a beautiful day in Cincinnati. They're going to throw the ball. They're going to be hell-bent on getting the ball to chase. And I feel like even though it's a division rival game, I feel like the 0-1 Bengals are a good play this week. Okay, so my first one, I'm going with a team that looked absolutely horrendous in week one. Ooh, the Giants. Yep, the Giants. And they are playing a bad football team in Arizona. Arizona actually hung in the game against the Commanders, played okay. I think the Giants giving four and a half points. I think they got an opportunity to win that game by two touchdowns and maybe get 10 points on the cover bo- on the cover five scoreboard. So give me the Giants. Giants is my first pick. Mark, who are you going with? I'm going to take the Rams versus the 49ers, and I'm going with the Rams getting eight. Um, I think 49ers looked tough last week, but the Rams are underrated right now with Stafford back, so I, I like them to keep it close. All right, the weird part is I'm going to walk down this horrible road and go back into the AFC North and Ooh. just take the Browns and lay the two and a half or two mm. or whatever it is. Yeah. I, know it's, I know it's desperate city for Pittsburgh. They just seem kind of inept. I, this is a very poor judgment on my my part, probably, but I feel like Cleveland is the team right now, and going into Pittsburgh, um, I, I just feel like the confidence is there. It's not an overwhelming deal, but if I ever was going to back Cleveland, it feels like this is a big week to do it. 
against Pittsburgh. I think they're going to come and pick it with everything they can, just like they did Burrow. They have no Deontay Johnson now. I, I just feel like this is the game. So give me Cleveland. So it's funny. I was I was looking through the trends, and I was reading through all the trends last night on my show, and all the trends say, hey, back the Steelers, <laughs> back Mike Tomlin as an underdog, yeah. back him as a home underdog, back the Steelers coming off, uh, off a loss, the Browns in division, all kinds of trends are saying, do not take the Browns. I'm 100% with you. I am willing to give. It's in, in cover five. It's two points. I'm giving the two with the Browns. I think the Browns could win this game by 10, so I'm taking the Browns as my second pick mark you do you have the browns you have to yeah but i'm not getting there yet i got two others before that one okay from confidence perspective uh is it my turn now yep it's you all right i'm taking the cowboys minus eight versus the jets mm-hmm. i think the jets uh you know with wilson back there i just don't think they have enough and dallas looked really good last week so taking the cowboys in a blowout I like that pick as well. I'm going to double down on that. Uh, no Brandon Cooks, though, for Dallas probably, so but th- that's not the biggest deal in the world. I think two great defenses, though. I'm a little worried about covering that big number just because of the defense the Jets bring to the table, and they're going to give Dak a lot more trouble, and he didn't really he didn't get tested at all last week. But uh, I do agree with you. That defense against uh, Zach Wilson should give him a lot of trouble. I know he's kind of thrown into it. He was riding the wave last week. And they ride the Josh Allen turnovers and a punt return to a touchdown. Um, I I like Dallas as well. Okay, I'm pulling the reverse with my third one. I'm taking a team that looked bad in week one against a team that looked really good in week one. I'm taking Seattle because I'm getting six points against the Lions. I thought the Lions a little bit lucky in that Thursday night game against Kansas City. The fact that they played without uh, they played the Chiefs without Chris Jones, without Travis Kelsey. They didn't score a ton on offense. They had, I think, a lucky pick six. I'm going to go with Seattle getting six as my third mark you got two left all right i'm going with uh new orleans over carolina i just think they have the better roster even though it's at carolina minus three yeah i like that pick as well i'm not going to go with it right here i believe you know i was thinking about i've now i've taken three favorites so i've gone against that strategy yeah. of, <laughs> of grabbing points and, and sticking with this thing you know i I just I cannot find a way that where these dogs look that appealing to me. I don't think Arizona looks that appealing to me. I assume the Giants are going to bounce back in that. I don't think the Bears don't look that appealing to me right now. Jacksonville at home getting, what are they getting to Kansas City, Scotty, on there? Three. Three. You know, I do expect Kansas City certainly not to lose the game. But, boy, it feels like I'd love to back the Jags here, but I'm not going to do it. Um I am going to go against Scotty here, and I'm going to take Detroit Ooh, minus the points. I think six. Seattle's O-line is banged up. I think them at home, I'm going to ride that wave that they can score some points. Give me Detroit. Okay, you talked about the Chiefs. They're giving three. You were going to go with Jacksonville. I'm actually going to go with Kansas City because mm-hmm. now you've got Kelsey back. Now you've got Jones back. Uh, you know, Jacksonville didn't look that good against no. Indianapolis in week one. So give me the Chiefs and round it out. Fifth pick for you, Mark. I'm going to take those Browns uh, minus two at Pittsburgh. Uh, it was tough for me to do it just because rivalry game and usually at Pittsburgh doesn't equal a W for the Browns, but I think, you know, this is a different year and I, I really like the team. So taking the Browns. I got to go with a dog here. I have to take a dog. I, if I take five favorites, I'm I'm just going to flame out in this thing so fast. Um, 
man, there's really nobody on the board that I love. I can't back my Vikes tonight. I just can't do it even though the Eagles have some injuries. I just think that's just a horrible place to try to go in there and hang in there. Um, all right, so go ahead and give me the Rams at home against the Niners. I'll take what are they what are they getting eight. there? You're getting eight. I'll take the eight with them. Okay. And I'm also gonna take points. I am actually gonna go with your Vikings okay. tonight. I know that uh, Philadelphia has four or five defensive injuries that makes me nervous. I know Minnesota's a little beat up potentially on the offensive line, but I like uh, I like Minnesota to keep this within mm-hmm. a touchdown tonight. So uh, one interesting stat betting stat for you is actually on Thursday night games, it's been, I think the, the home teams are 14 and 28 as far as against the spread mm-hmm. as a home favorite. So that kind of an interesting Thursday night number is, Sometimes that short week kind of works against you a little you bit. You want, want me to share the number of Kirk Cousins in primetime with you? I know that one, too. Yes, <laughs> I saw that as well. Not good. That, not good. A lot of unders, by the way, yeah. on primetime as well. All right. That is it for cashing out this week. We'll grade ourselves next week, and we'll preview that OSU-Notre Dame game next Thursday on Cashing Out.